tonight, Game 74, Celtics vs. Pacers. Welcome to Garden Party with Owen and Mark. I'm Mark, and this is Owen. And we're two lifelong Celtics fans living in L.A. For the rest of the season, we'll be posting recaps, breaking down box scores, and keeping you up to date with who's streaking, who's slumping, and who's coming in clutch. Look for new pods after every game. Okay, the Celtics are hosting. They're back from their road trip. They are hosting the Indiana Pacers tonight. Um, Pacers uh, and Celtics went to an overtime game last time they met. Uh, Miles Turner had 40 points. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton seems to have a way with breaking down our defense. They are the 25th best ranked defense and the worst in the East. So hopefully we will have a game offensively, kind of like what we just did with the Kings. And Rob was there last time, but Rob is back now as well. And maybe Rob can put a handle on it. I mean, I just can't imagine Miles Turner is going to have a game like he did last time. What do you think, Owen? Yeah, that's not happening again. I think I say this every most times we play teams, but I really think the Celtics just should be able to steamroll them. They really should. Uh, Philly beat them by 20 a couple nights ago. They're not a very good team, except for the fact that they kind of have our number. I'm really glad we're not seeing them in the, in the postseason. Um because they won't make the postseason. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 want, I want them to just beat the shit out of them. Oh, they're also the worst defensive rebounding team in the league. So that also bodes well for us. But like I said, they played us tight both times. So I expect it to be tight, but I would love it. I'd love for them. They, they're, they're, Celtics are favored by 12. I don't think they'll beat that spread, but I would love to see them win by 20, just like the, uh, the Sixers did the other day. Um, ready to watch the game? Let's go. We'll be right back. Okay, game's over. The Celtics won 120 to 95. This was a legit route. They played great defense. They moved the ball on offense. They shot really well from three. Um, Tatum and Brown were uh, super active getting steals. Uh, Tatum had six turnovers, but a stellar game 34 points, seven rebounds, only two assists. Interesting. Brown had an incredible game once again. His hot streak is still rolling. He's got had 27 points, four assists. He shot. Uh, 10 for 23 he, uh, from the field. He shot three for six from three. He was awesome. And then Derek White Brogdon was out this game. He had a lower back pain. Uh, Derek White, he played 37 minutes. He had 22 points. He was terrific. Uh, what did you think, Owen? Yeah, I thought this was just like, I mean, not to take away from this game, but it was kind of what should happen. So it's a better team. We played better. I thought our offense looked pretty good, very it flowed really well in the first half, and still in the second half was it slowed down a little bit, but it was still a great offense. Our defense thought looked amazing, but um, at halftime of the UCLA Gonzaga game yesterday, the UCLA coach said, "You know, if shots fall, you look like the smartest coach in the world." And I thought that's kind of what was happening tonight. We were hitting threes, but I started looking at some of the threes, and I was thinking. You know, if they miss those, I'd be very mad. It seems like, oh, these are awful shots. Right, they weren't the best. They weren't but the best choices. For most of the threes, though, in the first half were like good. They're great. They're created off of paint touches and drives. But I thought a little bit of it was also just a little bit of it was we just shot really well. That's right. We shot forty three percent from three. They shot fifteen percent from three. Uh, so they shot incredibly poorly. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton once again had a terrific game against the Celtics. He can get to the rim whenever he wants. He's a super duper finisher he has a quick three he looked great um he was held to 20 points he had nine assists he didn't really have much help miles turner had 20 points um 
I thought Rob had a really, really good game. He was everywhere. He was getting rebounds. He was really good. He only played 15 and a half minutes. Uh, I'm not sure if it's Rob or if it's just the team in general, but I feel like we're, we played with a much better energy than normal defensively. This like looked, Tatum was getting steals in the half court in the um, – Yeah. Like Brown was getting a few. Smart was still flooding a bunch of passes. White was getting up in there. And, of course, Rob was the highlight. He was just – he taps out so many rebounds and helps with the rebounding issues so much because he's just so athletic. He was so great. Like I said, he had eight rebounds. He only played 15 and a half minutes. So in a regular game, let's call that 30-minute game, He's that's nearing in on about 16 rebounds. The Celtics basically had a great they, – they finished this, the first half really well, um, and then they start – most importantly, they started the third quarter incredibly well. They, sh- they came out shooting. I think they went on like an 11-0 run. Um, and pushed the lead to 15, uh, and d- there was just no looking back after that. It, so much so that the um, Pacers, who have a back-to-back, took all their starters out, not even halfway through the fourth. Tyrese Halliburton didn't even play in the fourth. Yeah, they waved the white flag. Um, they they saw where this game was going, and the Celtics, like I said, no looking back. After a really big win in, in uh, Sacramento against Sacramento, uh, putting these two together feels really good. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, it's only two games. I'm starting to feel very dangerously optimistic. <laughs> feel like we're peaking at the right time again. Yeah, well, just wait till I go through this next little bit. So, um, because you know, I'm I'm just going to be super positive right now because it's feeling good. We have uh, we have San Antonio coming up next. Uh, we do like to play down to our competition, but let's let's just say they keep rolling on this. They'll go San Antonio Wizards. Who you know, I'll be there. I'll bring the energy. Then they play the Wizards, who are um, also they've beaten I think three times already this season. So like that should be a win. That's so that's going to put hopefully they'll be putting four wins together right in a row. All these should wins though is the Celtics. They could very uh, easily blow a Houston Rockets situation. But yes, I agree with you. The 100%. Wizards and Spurs should be two very easy wins. A hundred percent. I hear you. I mean, yeah, it's possible that they could blow them. I know, but I'm saying that this is if th- this game and the last game they're putting these things together. This is the time of year. I mean, listen, if they start lo- if they lose to the Spurs or the Wizards, then we're talking about a second round exit. I mean, that's the type of team that just can't put it together for four games in a row. So so they kind of have to win these next two games for them to really be seriously considered championship caliber team. Period. Yeah, I agree. So I'd like to see that and then but then then if you look at the 76ers um so right now the 76ers the Bucks won tonight big against Utah, but they have a back-to-back tomorrow they play Denver. Um so that's going to be a really tough game for them at in the second night of a back-to-back. So they need to lose. We, first of all, need to beat Milwaukee. And, and they we, need to lose two other games. When we go head-to-head with them? Yeah, we need to win all of our games, and they need to lose two. Well, they need, yeah, they, we, need to, we need to win three more games than them in the next eight games. Okay. So, so to win three more than them, if we won all of them, they would have to only win five of them. Right? So they need three losses, including us. Yeah, which would be including the game that we play them, right? It would be best that one of the games mm-hmm. was the one that we beat them because then we get a win and they get a loss in the same night. The Nuggets, 76ers, Celtics, and Grizzlies. That's four games. Um, and if they can lose three of those four games, we have a shot at the first. But we really also need to – I think it's just as important to solidify the second because playing Philly in the second round, um, if, if they drop to three – 
we, I, I would like to have home court. And well, yeah, why would you not want to have home court? Of course. But more importantly, for us to be playing as as a championship level team, we need to be able to close these games out. And so, playoff seating aside, I'm just talking about mindset. Are they playing their best basketball? They kind of have to be able to win those games. Yeah. Um, and then they then now, if you look at the 76er schedule, they have. Wait, so after we play the Bucks, who do we play? We play the Bucks, and then um, we go. We go Bucks, then we play the Jazz. Second night of a back to back should be a win. Should be a win. We are back to back, or they're back to back. Our back to back. So we mm. play the Bucks, then we play Utah. Second night of back to back, just like we played them last time. And then we then we go right into Philadelphia. So that's our three tough three games. And then after that, we have a three game. You know, Toronto, Toronto, Atlanta. At the end of the end of the season, when everyone pretty much will know their. I mean, certainly Toronto and Atlanta's of the world will know where they're going to be. <laughs> so those games, I don't think, are going to be very important. And I think we're going to be able to win those three. But those are two teams that they're nine out of ten nights. They're not going to be that good. But one night they're good. They could be like Trey Young could go off. Siakam and Scotty Barnes could look amazing one night. They could, but it it is literally the last game of the season, so they'll know if like if they if they know they're going to be the eighth seed already, and there's no difference, they'll probably they sit. They'll, they'll just sit them and get ready for the playing game. Hopefully, um, but um, the so that is the three games we have: Indiana tonight, San Antonio, Washington. We those are the ones that I think we got to be three wins. Then we go Milwaukee, Utah, Philadelphia. Those are the tough ones. And then we have Toronto, Toronto, Atlanta, which I think we should be three wins. So I th- I'm calling six out of nine wins, and then it's all about can we can we grab that one against Utah? Can we beat the Bucks? Like those those are the three those are the, those three nights. What are they? They are um, March 30th, March 31st, and April 4th. Those are the big games. Did you uh, hear about Jalen Brown stuff? Yeah. What do you think about that? I think it's real. I don't think that they write those articles without without them without that being real. So I think, you know, that's why people want him, you know, the idea is the Supermax is the one thing that ties him to the Celtics more than anything. So let's get him an all NBA team. So if he can get an all if he's considered a forward and he has a shot at an all NBA team and we can give him a Supermax, that you can breathe a little more easily. Then so the wait, question is if he doesn't make if he doesn't make an all NBA team, can we not give him a Supermax but other teams can? Uh, you know, I don't know exactly, but but I think I think what happens is if he does not make the All NBA team, I think the dollars are the, excuse me, I think the dollars are the same, so we can give him whatever anyone like. So there's the nothing Supermax s- is an advantage to us. Exactly, okay. the whole idea of the Supermax is that it allow gives us an advantage to retain our player. Okay. And then oh, so back to Sixers. So now the Sixers have to play. They're playing the Warriors right now at sixty one sixty one in the third quarter. And of course, it's incredibly important to the Warriors because the battle out west is really hard right now. So it's incredibly important to the Warriors to win this game. Maybe the 76ers win it. Maybe the Warriors win it. I don't know. But the next game, tomorrow night, second night of a back-to-back, the 76ers are playing the Suns. Also, their playoff seeding is incredibly important, and they're going to be play- giving it everything. After that, they play the Nuggets. Also important seeding, even though they're the first in the west, but they still have to maintain that. Then they play the Mavericks, whatever. They play the Raptors, whatever. And then they play the Bucks, and then they play us. So by the time they're hitting us, depending on how some of those other games go, you know, we may have a little bit of a cushion, we may not, but I think they're going to be coming off of a much harder run than we will have been. Mm-hmm. So Let's anyways, say we kind of got lucky with a lot of home games and a lot of easier games in the schedule at the end. That's right. We, we have the easiest uh, uh, f- last nine games. 
Um, okay, so that's what uh, that's how I'm feeling. That was a great game, a great win for the Celtics. Um, and next game, San Antonio. Owen will be in Boston watching that game. and uh, Be in the garden. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we will see you then. This podcast is produced by Mark and Owen. New episodes drop the day after every game. Coming up, San Antonio and Owen coming to Boston March 26th.